Welcome back to Off the Dial with Rodney. Today we're going to check out a band out of Michigan called Molecules of Freedom, putting out some lo-fi jams. Had a chance to talk to him, so I think you guys are going to enjoy that. Really nice guy, putting out some really cool jams. So with that, let's get it started. Um, this is a song, I think this is his latest song, called Strange Summer by Molecules of Freedom.
Strange Summer by Molecules of Freedom. Um, I love that. Love that song. Um, this is another one. Again, this episode is going to be dedicated to Molecules of Freedom. Um, just loved the sound when I heard it. So I wanted to just introduce you guys to uh, their music. And again, we'll have a chat with them a little later on. But this is another one called Give Me Your Love Again. Thank you. 
That was Give Me Your Love, followed by Vintage Winds by Molecules of Freedom. Um, again, today's episode is really focused on them and what they're doing, hoping to introduce you uh, to their music. So he's, he's a really good guy. Um, again, we'll, we'll have one more song and then we'll, we'll go into an interview with him. Uh, this is one called Wind City Sleep.
Wind City Sleep by Molecules of Freedom. Hope you guys enjoyed it and enjoyed the music that you heard today on the podcast. It was all focused on Molecules of Freedom. Really good guy. So we'll, we'll kind of get into an interview that we had. Um, it does cut in a little bit when we start talking about, you know, Spotify and, and what he's doing to publicize his music. But I hope you guys enjoy it. Go out, listen to him. I, I think he's got quite a few out there. He's got over 10 out there on Spotify. So check him out. It's great music. And thank you for listening. Oh, so 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 there's kind of a, a way that you would go about to get onto Spotify's, I guess, algorithm? is. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, sometimes they'll pick it up uh, just based off of other people's listening histories or, or what have you, but... Um, you cannot really get onto an editor's playlist, which is, you know, when you bring up the home button on Spotify and you see some of those really popular, you know, oh, yeah. um, you know, those are built by the editors at Spotify. Um, and they have a feature within the artists app that allows you to essentially request that your, your song be. In, you know, included in one of those, but there's no guarantee <laughs> and you have to submit it two weeks ahead of your release date. Um, and I haven't done that yet. Um, mm-hmm. so it's something I'm will, I'm, I want to try out this time around. So my next song could potentially be about three weeks out. Awesome. Well, you're going to have to let us know so we can, so we can, uh, play it on the show. And... Oh yeah, absolutely. I will. Yeah, it's you know, and it's it's one of those things. I think we we kind of chatted about it because uh, part of why I'm doing this is is because I hear great music everywhere, and it's almost impossible to find if you're not looking for it. Like I mm. go all over the place looking looking to find new music, and you know when I find it, it's it's just fantastic. But then I I start to get a little upset because I'm like, no one else no one else is ever going to hear this. Um, <laughs> Like, you know, you'll, you'll pop into somebody's Spotify page or their Bandcamp page and, and you kind of look at and see and like, oh, how does this not have a million streams? This is crazy. <laughs> and it, it's just, I guess I've submitted myself to the, the idea that, um, you know, most people don't like to do that. Most, most people don't necessarily want to, to go out and listen to 500 songs not knowing what they're going to get. They really do want mm-hmm. that aggregated... I guess, um, compilation, somebody saying, Hey, listen to this. This is great. And, but that's just more, more challenge for you, right? It's, it's, you know, that's, that's where you have to go and and learn how to do Twitter. You have to learn to be your marketing guy. And Hmm. I think that that puts you at a a distinct disadvantage Mm -hmm. and I'll tell you a story. So I was, I've been, you know, listening to your entire catalog and I was in the car with my son just telling him about your music and, he's my son is 11 and he listens to lo-fi so i'm like you tell me you you show me your version of it and he played two or three songs and i played two or three years and he was like yeah that's really good and i'm like so how do i get your music into his hands you know what i mean (laughs) yeah yeah it's and and so yeah my son does love your music by the way and oh that's cool that's (laughs) awesome (laughs) But it's, you know, that that is a huge challenge. And I think what I've discovered in, in doing this show, this is going to be my third episode. That's the main challenge. Um, how do you, how do people find you? I mean, do you have a, a, a Facebook page as well where you post things? And Yeah, yep. I have 
I have a Facebook page, and so I have Spotify, SoundHound, YouTube, Bandcamp, um, Instagram, Twitter, um, and Facebook, and uh, and actually, believe it or not, Pinterest. <laughs> Don't sleep on Pinterest. My wife got me into I know that. It. I know it. I'm telling you, there's there's a lot of people that just kind of peruse through the the, the pictures, and yeah. I think half of the half of the marketing battle for artists is making sure your artwork looks nice too. Um, I you know, obviously I don't take my own pictures, but I have, I use a lot of. Um, I try to find a lot of beautiful pictures that are obviously royalty free and, um, from people that just really want to show their artwork. And, um, and you know, it, those things will pop up on, on Pinterest and granted in Pinterest, you're only going to get follow people that are looking for pictures, but sometimes you'll run across that person. that's like, wow, that's really cool. There's, a song associated with this. <laughs> right, right. It's kind of like Instagram, right? I think most people think of Instagram as being kind of a visual thing, but you get a minute of audio, right? <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. So that's super cool. Yeah, and you know, um, being from Michigan, I know Michigan has a really, I guess, rich club scene there where, where gosh, I guess it was the 90s. And I don't know if it was Detroit, but there was, you know, definitely like a house or a techno scene um, that was in a sound that was coming out of Detroit. Did that any of that influence you, you know, as you started getting into this and doing it or, or kind of, you know, I'm curious to know what your musical history was. Um, th I think it was Detroit and maybe some in Lansing as well uh, that I really didn't get a, a whole lot into. Uh, I do like house music um, and deep house, uh, but that wasn't really what inspired me. It's it's funny because as a kid, I started um, just recording songs. Okay, so you're not going to believe this, but I'm in my 40s too. <laughs> <laughs> now, I would not have thought another another 40-year-old dude like me would be doing lo-fi, which is great because that means you're hipper than I am. <laughs> So when I started as as a kid, you know, I was just uh, working on two little tape decks side, sitting by side by side, um, and then just trying to match up uh, a drum beat from one, you know, like the beginning of a rap song or some sort of hip hop song, and I'd play it over onto the other one, and and I'd try to just loop it with the tape deck. Um, oh, get once out I, of here! Yeah, once I got that beat looped, and it would just be like say the first. 20 seconds of the, of the tape and I would just loop it over and over and over. And then I would go find, um, some old record like jazz, jazz records, you know, Miles Davis or, or some blues stuff. And I would find, I just spent hours listening to a little just sample that I could just put over that, that, you know, track. And after a while, um, I kind of just, I got into more into the guitars and, and stuff like that but uh, and then i got married and had kids and I, everything was put on hold um until about a, last year obviously when i went out about ableton live sure sure so did you like go through a whole traditional band phase where you're kind of in a rock band and and uh or doing different types of music and no not not anything band related uh just you know the buddies and i would kind of go down the basement 
and uh, I had a, a, a friend who played bass guitar. I had another friend who played um, electric guitar, and then I would play acoustic or um, just, you know, goofing around, nothing real serious. So that and that's amazing. I guess I, I I'm approaching the question in the sense that I'm I'm a little amazed because your music sounds exquisite, right? And um but it sounds like you've always had that knack or, or at least that desire to to play with those sounds and line them up in the right place. <laughs> it's really amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I've always loved doing that. Um and yeah, so when I found Ableton it was like, oh my gosh, you could just just drag and drop this stuff. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm a fan of um, uh, Masterclass. It's like that website. And I've, I've done a couple of them. And one of them is with Dead Mouse. Oh, wow. And, and it's a really good one. And, and I just like to do it to get into people's heads. I've done um, the Santana one, um, the Tom Morello one from Rage Against the Machine. And they're really oh. good. So I, I can't recommend them more. You know, free plug there. Oh. And, you know, check them out. one of the things that Deadmau5 says is, is there's a reason why anyone with a laptop can do this now. And here's what, here's what, you know, all these synths and everything that he's got an entire wall of synths behind him, but he's like, you can do it in this box. Mm. And so you don't have to have $10,000 worth of, of synths to do this at all. And, and, you know, it's not analog where you have to do what you did, right? Line up, lining up tapes and, and things like that. And it's, it can all be done in this box which is amazing to me, but I still think that the level of talent that you have to have and it almost becomes a matter of taste, which mm -hmm. I can see in your music. They still have to be sound good. Right. Right. And right. you can't, you can't teach taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. You're right. Because to one person, a song or maybe a little blip on a, on a song might sound really good and to the next person, they're like, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's, you know, it's it's one of those things where, so I'm I'm amazed because of, you know, the quality of what you're doing. And and so there's a couple of things that I'm taking away from this. A, I want like a full-length album. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> like the whole, I don't know if you've ever listened to uh, the Chemical Brothers. Oh, I have heard of them. Uh, I think I've. I think there's one one or two songs I've heard off of their album. I'll send you a couple suggestions to listen to. Um, okay. But but those albums are like a journey. And and the way that, that, you know, they can take a track and you can listen to a track on its own and it sounds great. But the way they blend everything together, that album feels like a journey. And when I listen to your music, I feel that, right? I feel that possibility. And, and oh, so cool. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I would say second I, my second please please pretty please is a video <laughs> of the live recording i would love that okay you know what i'm i'll i think i'll work on it um i haven't had anybody um request it and uh it, the funny thing i'm i'm open to new challenges obviously this is the first interview i've ever really done you know um but I'm open to to try new things. Um, and hey, if they don't work out, I just don't upload it, right? So yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And and you know, there's if there's anything I can do, I'm I, I'm happy to to plug anything you got. Um, you know, that's why I'm here. I'm I'm here to find 
music and musicians like you and bring them out. You know, that's, a, oh, that's cool. my entire reason for being, <laughs> which is a good thing. So I'm, I'm happy whenever it comes out, just let us know and, and it'll be on. I can guarantee you that. I will. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you said, and fu it's funny cause you sound kind of like me in the way how you said, um, you go out and you try to find, uh, you'll go through 500 songs looking for a great one. Um, and it's funny that you say that cause I do the same thing, even when I'm not, um, working on music, my own music, I'll just go out and try to, you know, spiral down into to different types of tracks and, I'll just keep hitting next on our, there's another one in here. I know it, you know? Yeah. yeah it sounds like we are alike actually. Yeah. And, and I, for, for me, I love all genres. So I can go up North, up camping, listen, put some country on and just love it. And then the next minute I can go put some hip hop on, um, have some buddies over and, and I love that too. And it, I even like folk music. That's one of my favorites. Um, it is spooky so, yeah. that you're saying that because um, that is exactly my profile. I've never really been one to stay in like one genre. And yep. it's, it, you know, I look at people who, who just listen to one type of music and I just scratch my head um, because I want to take the best of everything. And, and I can go deep in, in some genres of music country, probably not so much as, as deep as, with like rock or jazz or pop or anything like that. But yep. I, can, I can have a discussion with any, anybody. Um, and same thing with folk, right? One of my favorite artists is Nick Drake, but I could never like spend my life around one or two genres. It's always, right. I just enjoy that deep dive like you. Right. And, yep. and the thread I think is emotionality for me you can find the same expression of emotion in different music. And I love stringing that together mm. to say, you know, string Patsy Klein, you know, <laughs> I can, I can listen to crazy and then go listen to please, please, please let me get what I want from the Smiths yeah. to, you know, um, name your Nick Drake song. And, and to me that all feels the same. Although it may sound different. Um, yeah. Whereas I think some people will just have to say, I've got a string, you know, Led Zeppelin with, with Hendrix, with, um, you know, with the Beatles or whatever. Yeah. That's, just, that's, and it sounds like you don't do that either. <laughs> no, nope. No. Yeah. I just, I get on a feeling. I'm like, yeah, I feel like, I feel like this today. And then I'll just, and the the other reason why I like that Reddit channel, Indie Music Feedback, is just because there are so many unknown artists in there who, you know, some of them, it's their first time creating a song, some of them, it's their 20th time, but they're just asking for help uh, on their, and, and feedback on their music. And I love listening to music to give them feedback. Hey, I would probably boost up you know, the treble on this area where I would probably, you know, bring the bass drum in here. You know, I just love doing that. Absolutely. And, and so I, I will, so I, I'm on indie music feedback as a band too. So I, I won't give my name out. It's, it doesn't matter on this show. Um, but I've been producing music since 2000 and oh, I've, cool. 
Awesome. Absolutely gone through, gone and remix people off of that off of that channel. That's awesome. <laughs> and it's just about it's just just like this, right? So if if it's your first album or your first song, you may not know how to do that. And like I've run into people who wanted to get a spacey sound and all they did was just drown it in reverb or and and so I I love that. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I'm I'm at the point in my life where I'm not worried about being a rock star or anything. And it's really about yeah. giving back and that's that's why I'm doing this is like we didn't have this opportunity 20 years ago to have mm. someone just put it out there for us unless yeah. it was the radio. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, that's, that's, it's almost like an unfair shot for an independent musician. And I'm on a, on a, as they say in blues brothers, I'm on a mission from God to like <laughs> have guys like you and the pre-cal dropouts from this week and, and stuff like that just out there because I, I think the, the music is just that good. Oh, that is so cool. I, I think um, just you wanting to do that is is super cool. Oh, it's fun to, you know, and it's so it's almost like you, right? So it indulges a passion of mine, which is, mm -hmm. you know, recording is, isn't that big a deal. Um, I can I can slap that together. No problem. But the idea that I, I'm deep diving for a purpose to share that it's almost like <laughs> you remember the old days of the mixtape. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> I wish it, you know, I guess this is, this is my way of bringing the mixtape back. <laughs> and, and, uh, so, and so, and so I think I'm, I'm going to speak for you and say it was guys <laughs> like you that everybody wanted the mixtape from because you listen to everything and you're not the kind of person that's going to go, Oh, I like this, this album. I'm just going to listen <laughs> to this, you know, all day in, day out. Um, type of guy people are going to go, hey hey what's what's new what should i listen to so it's funny you say that because i when i was in middle school and high school um we would do you know different mock rocks or and i would always have guys come to me and say hey can you just make a i just want four songs string together and i wanted to I want these guys to dance to it. I just, and, or like, or ourselves, we had a dance group, believe it or not. It was kind of, um, awesome. it was kind of corny, <laughs> but, but that's what we did. And um, I would put, you know, the, the tracks together um, and make sure that they seamlessly uh, flowed into the next track so that when we're out, you know, just out there um, doing whatever that it wouldn't feel you know, clunky. So it's funny that you say that. Um, cause I did that. You're that was, guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Before mixtapes were cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think they play it like an essential part of growing up and I, I don't know how, I guess they can, you know, people these days can do playlists, I guess, but there's just something about someone making you that tape or, or mm. doing you that musical favor and handing it to you. It's almost like the difference between a letter and an email. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting way of looking at it. Yeah. Yep. So I guess this is our email of love <laughs> to everybody <laughs> to share music. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, you know, I, I do want to thank you for being on the show. Um, I, I've taken up way too much of your time and I appreciate every second of it. And I just want to say thank you. And when you get some new music, you got to let us know so we can put it up. And um, if that EP or album drops, let me know because we're going to do another episode just like this. <laughs>
Awesome. I would love to. Thank I really appreciate you having me on and Oh, my uh, pleasure. It's a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and I'll let you know and I'll work on those requests for you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm telling you, if I get a video I'm playing that thing at least 100 times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you have a great night and we'll we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, sir. Bye. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap of Off the Dial Episode 3. Thanks for, for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed Molecules of Freedom. Would love if you guys go check him out on Spotify. Um, he's got a lot more out there. We just kind of scratched the surface, but he's a great musician, and I think we're going to hear some great things. So thanks again, and uh, tune in next time for the next episode of Off the Dial. <laughs>